welcome back to On the Rag. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. I was about to say I'm on my period piece again. I, I know. I keep I know. it's muscle memory. Old habits die hard. They sure do. Um, this is not I'm on my period piece. This is it's sister podcast mm-hmm. uh, by sisters, uh, and it's about twenty year old tabloid gossip. Yep. Every um, week we go week by week mm-hmm. uh, using a periodical from that week twenty years ago. This week is the August 4th edition of In Touch Weekly. I'm so excited to see what sort of random curveballs In Touch has thrown for you this week. I So this was my first In Touch. Uh-huh. I was delighted. It's a it's very different from us. It tonally. is, but like I would say that it's not uh it still delivers in a way that Oh yeah. Like they even have like a stars are just like us that is like the I'll have to remember the name, but it's like stars are people too yeah exactly Um, it definitely doesn't have that highfalutin vibe that people thinks it has Mm, mm -hmm. although it does have random like uh just things i wouldn't devote a lot of pages to i felt when i and granted i've read one issue for this Mm -hmm. podcast but it did mention a lot of like silver celebrities yeah it does do you know what i mean (laughs) yeah it sure does centrum silver crowd Uh, (laughs) yeah i do think in touch maybe is a little bit older us was just sort of like proto tmz mask off we are bad people very bad you know what i mean very bad and i love them for it yeah god bless um anyway so we will be hopping back Mm -hmm. to august 4th 2003 here in 2023 um what's in your bag Lindsay? thank you for asking um first thing in my bag is uh nyquil because as you can hear I don't give a good goddamn if I write this or whatever. I sound like Subob from the Wild and Wondrous Whites of West Virginia. Oh, you do? A little bit froggy. Uh-huh. Um, I is actually that, is Subob the one who said that? I didn't think so, but then I thought it was like the grandma, but then Subob also talks that way. I don't know. I love that I was trying program. to find it on TikTok. God, oh, I love that program. I haven't watched it in so long. Um but yeah, so we, my husband and I went to Mexico last week, um, went to a beautiful all-inclusive resort. And the one day that we were planning to actually set foot off the grounds of the resort to go snorkeling, the night before Parker was like, mm, my throat kind of hurts a little bit, huh? And then he was like, I noticed he was coughing a lot at night and we were supposed to wake up at like seven. And he was like, um, I don't think I can do this. I do not feel good. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I really honestly like didn't really want to go snorkeling to be honest to me that sounds okay. like a mouthful of seawater no i actually think you would have really vibed i'm sure I'm not I... i'm not trying to make you feel bad now no but I... snorkeling is a Lindsay activity so next time we will we will go yeah. next time um but so he felt he sort of like um continued to anguish all day oh, wednesday yeah. men do that they do and then he Thursday... doesn't listen so we can really go <laughs> in on he did him. listen to one episode but oh, it'll be this one um but then thursday he was like he was like still not better and I was like okay honestly get with the program like I ended up having a conversation which I revealed and sort of like revealed to myself Mm -hmm. that a Sherman family value is like we play through the pain yeah don't be sick don't be a little bitch (laughs) that's sort of your problem yeah that to yourself exactly but you know what's funny is like dad got really really sick on a couple of vacations Mm -hmm. too I think it's maybe mom mom has like a really high pain tolerance and an absolute stubborn refusal to go to a doctor and I have inherited that from her let me tell you something about them though so you should just remember this first of all when dad gets sick on trips it's because he ate a piece of garbage that he found in the sewer (laughs) and thought was a good idea to eat and loves to just sort of see how far he can take it 
he got carne asada at a food truck in remote, remote, remote outside of Cabo San Lucas at a food like truck. 15 years ago, This is before too. food truck culture was and a he, thing. He, to, for to drink, he had an iced tea. And the place was called Buzzards. So like... That night, a doctor visited our room. Yeah. I, and, I think I think sheets were soiled. Yeah, mom confirmed that Yuck. for me. Um, which I remember... Blowing being, up our dad's spot. <laughs> I remember asking her, I was like, how, like, that's so gross. How do you, like, look at him again? And she was like, it's just life. And then I think about it now, and I'm like... Oh, yeah, It babe. feels like an inevitability. You're about to cross the Rubicon with Craig. I, He's going to see some things. <laughs> girl, I already, like, we'll touch on we'll touch on it with what's in my bag. But, yeah, it's... Pregnancy is humbling. <laughs> it's a humbling experience. Um, but anyway, so we ended up on Thursday. I was finally like, enough of you moaning and wailing like a little bitch. And yeah. I like, even texted you and I was like, he's got a man cold eye roll. But then we took him to the doctor and the guy was like, you've got strep throat. And I was like, okay, wow, I stand corrected. Wow. <laughs> you still shouldn't have complained so much. So they gave that this doctor was such a freaking trip. I was like, I just like and was texting you right as I sat there because I was like, I can't believe this man. We walked into this like little, it's like a really small, like one room outhouse building. His practice. But it's like on the resort property. Yeah. Like it's almost like a portable building, but like slightly dressed up. It's and a then good it had like to see a doctor. Yeah, totally. And then it had like a cordoned off room where he like went to take Parker and give him his shots in his butt. Um, Man, you really are blowing up Parker's spot. Oh, in his hip, I guess. I his shots say. in his butt. In his butt. But um, he was like, uh, he was like, oh, sorry. I was just looking at, um, he was looking at his computer. I mean, it was like, disclosure day or like two days yeah. prior. Is that what they're calling that day? Disclosure well, day? Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the community is sort of split on it. Now that the government's admitting to it, they're like, I don't buy it. Right. <laughs> and, and I get that instinct, but mm. I also think it's just like at some point they're like, "Why lie?" <laughs> yeah, I well, I think also like this isn't the fifties. Like the government is not the arbiter of truth. Yeah, like so people can be like, "That's okay that they're not going to tell us about aliens." I know they exist. Right. Like I've felt that way for a while. Right. Like, there's probably plenty of reasons why they wouldn't talk about it. Right. Well, it's just, just general they're, they're fear there. and unrest. You know. Yeah, but the I mean the big thing they confirmed is that they have recovered. They called it biologics, but it's like alien bodies. Yo. Um. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, this doctor, this doctor was like, I was just looking at what's going on in your Congress about aliens and then spent 25 minutes telling us his alien stories from Belize. And he also saw some like Belizean cryptid that they call the monkey man. Hell yes, dude. Um, when he That's was like what hunting. I to talk about. Oh, totally. Cryptids. This guy ruled. Like you would have, you would have loved him. I, I know it. I love a true weirdo. He was so and strange. A learned one. Yeah. A very, yeah. And he's like, he's like just, this man's lived a lot of life. So after like 25 minutes of telling us about aliens, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, what brought you in here? <laughs> and Parker was like, I'm sorry, I don't feel so good. <laughs> and it turns out he had a fever and like, you know, the white spots on the back of your throat for strep. <sighs> I've never had strep. I had it earlier this year. I know. And I was texting Jenny about it. Um, and I was like, I have never had it. I think it's because I got my tonsils out, but I don't know if that's scientific. And she was like, no, I've never had it either. And I also got my tonsils out. I, I think out. you're right about that. So it has like less to attach to, but... Um, yeah, so he gave him a bunch of medicine and he sort of like felt a little bit better by the end of the trip, but not like a hundred percent and he's feeling better now. But, and then I got home and I got something very different from what I he has. I think it's Saharan dust. I think it is. Mm -hmm. I think it's dust related because wow. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of like sneezing and runny nose and whatever. And Do your eyes burn when you go outside? Um, no, you know, not too bad actually. Um, but I haven't been outside much to be honest. Well, um, cause it's too hot. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I've just like, my, my voice sounds disgusting. Um, so you have NyQuil in your bag. 
I have NyQuil in my bag. I took some last night and that is... Yeah, it's powerful. Really like that stuff. There used to be something and every time Parker or I get a cold, we talk about this every time like a long lost relative. There was something called Theraflu warming liquid in like 2010. And when Parker and... Or 2011. Parker and I were newly dating. I got a cold and he was like, let me tell you what you got to get. This shit absolutely rocked my world. I, I, I slept for 12 hours and woke up anew. I believe it was so effective. And I bet if you Googled it, you'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah. It had a trank in it. <laughs> yeah. That had lean. Because it was around the same time as Four Loco. <laughs> Do you remember you and I got that purple drink at the convenience store in the it mall? It knocked me on All my the way ass. out. Now, granted, I had not, like, had... I, I was, like, 18. I had not really had alcohol. Mm-mm. I had never had, like, what marijuana. What was in that stuff? It was an absurd amount of melatonin and valerian root. Okay. And then I want to say something else, but it was, like, I remember an you got unregulated t- amount of it. Yeah. I remember you got two cans of it at the Woodlands Mall convenience store, and then mm-hmm. we were in your room and drank yeah, them and then went to sleep. It was, like, it's, like, wrap snacks. Like, it's yeah. one of those things that, like, they'll just get, like, anyone to sort of yeah put their face i think snoop dog was a like a, a face for it for a while but it started out of houston oh my god it was there was lean and there was purple drink which was like purple drink i'm gonna look this up it was like tri- yeah like a like coding a, well that's okay. okay so i was gonna say that's this right. is supposed to be like a legal simulacrum of like the houston beverage which is right. sprite and coding okay <laughs> um, <laughs> I love my hometown. It's a beautiful yeah, we, culture. Well, and you know, like the the whole like sound of Houston rap is like very closely tied to that. Oh yeah, that kind of like, like it's slow. supposed to sizzurp. Yeah, it's a syrupy sound. Yeah, like, well, it's also and... like it's it's humid. It's <laughs> slow. Right. We can't. There ain't nobody in a hurry here. Can't move fast. But yeah, you and I were. Like... <laughs> Two white girls <laughs> getting like, sixteen ounces of something called purple drink. <laughs> I, Mom had to like check on me that day. Yeah. Like, she was like, "Sweetheart, <laughs> are you okay? Did you did like rapid onset clinical depression happen? Apparently, you still could theoretically. I buy. think they've had to like severely regulate it because it was apparently like, it's getting harder to find. <laughs> how I I would love to know how much oh, melatonin was in the 2009 formulation girl i don't know oh of, of purple drink i was yeah. like, sorry i'm looking at theraflu warming oh, liquid okay um because i when i searched it there's like a reviews thing that pulls up on google and the top one is this woman named peggy d two years ago it's becoming harder to find this brand but when i do <laughs> i stock up i use it anytime my twins or i fell under the weather <laughs> fell under fell under okay well maybe you could still get it yeah i don't think i can find it though but wow it was great um it had uh, acetaminophen, dextromethorphan, and phenylphrene. Nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, second thing in my bag is Less is Lost by Andrew Sean Greer, which is the sequel to Less. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to borrow that from you. Very fun. Yes, absolutely. You should. Very fun, easy breezy read. Perfect for like summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, love the way that this guy puts words on a page. I like laughed out loud probably five times and was like, Parker, I have to read this to you. And mm-hmm. like... He was kind of like, uh, yeah. I mean, he's sort of like a fictive sedaris in a way. He is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was he's not for the boys? He's not for the boys. What was that book that you and I read? That was Shelter in Place. I loved that. I loved that book, and that guy has written like twenty books, I think. Oh, I should read more. I need to read more of his because that was that was cute. Um, what was his? I'm gonna find it. Shelter in Place. Oh, book. (laughs) Not Nora Roberts. You absolute clod, David Levitt. 
David Levitt. Mm-hmm. That was a good book. That was a fun one. Um, mm-hmm. But Less is Lost, man, what an absolute treat. Okay, great. Um, really fun, 250 pages, in and out. Um, and then the last thing in my bag is Reese's Dark Chocolate Thins. Um, mm, baby. Specifically refrigerated. Yeah, they have to be in the um, fridge. I think Angeli was the one that kind of got me on those because she that's like her treat that she keeps around. They're um, snackable. They are so good. I find myself just like kind of hobbling over to the fridge just randomly and like whether i'm hungry or not i'm just like mm. do you feel like a mouse in I a just situation need a treat <laughs> yes exactly yeah if you give a mouse a reese's then yeah i um, feel that way what's in your bag let me pull up my notes app hold mm-hmm. on now um some damn tissues oh uh, no you also got the agonies <laughs> mine is both emotional and physical okay um so yeah today <laughs> specifically and just sort of sharing our ailments i've had just a lot of bloody boogers oh man which is like part pregnancy part like saharan winds yeah um it's something so nasty it's so gross um but secondly i just have i've finally reached the point in pregnancy where i'm just crying at my condition Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. craig walked in last night while i was like putting new sheets on the bed and i was just crying he was like you good and i was like i feel big and dumb (laughs) and everything is hard and i have run out of breath three times putting the sheets on putting sheets on is like that's a high energy task yeah it was hit for me basically (laughs) well and i like i have had several moments where i'm like i'm a stupid girl lately like you know this brain is not i will say my brain did show up when it needed to today like at work thank god but like yeah it's I would say spiritually it's humbling because it's like, okay, we're going to have to tap into an inherent sense of self-worth here, girly, because it's not going to be a looks, honey. You <laughs> still look so good. Thank you for saying that, but I don't feel it. Because I understand. Your, your clothes don't fit. Like, I, it's like you know. puberty because you're like, my body is all wrong. Yeah. And my skin is all <laughs> wrong. Like everything is. In my is brain, not doing so good not either. Not great either. Yeah. My energy levels, don't want to talk about not it. Not sleeping so hot. Yeah. yeah I it's did, not oh, the best. I slept horribly last night. Mm-hmm. But I will say, it's like, you know, I, I, I'm. You're, you're past the halfway point. Past the halfway point, and I'm choosing to believe that I'm going to be one of those mothers. It's like, I found myself in motherhood. You know what I mean? You will love it. I know I'm certain I'll love it, but it's like, this is a a good experience to be like, you know what? You don't have to earn your ticket here. Yeah, totally. It's a rite of passage. People are still helping me with, people are like going out of their way to help me. Totally. Totally. But boy, (laughs) pregnancy is a damn trip. It really is. It's a damn trip, y'all. I am, yeah, yeah, I look like a Teletubby at this point. And it's like. (laughs) Yesterday, I dropped something and (laughs) I knocked something over out of your hands or whatever. And I was like, oh, sorry. And then I like looked over and you were like sort of. seeing to pick it up and i was like i, I did i did a you. courtly bow to get it because it's like when i try to just bend over at 90 degrees it's like oh here we go it really kind of hurts it hurts yeah yeah um like a sharp pain in your bladder almost like oh no nope, yeah not, well not supposed to do that and my child has been like pink doing her acrobatics lately because i have anterior placenta and last night she punched so hard i felt it in the front oh my um no i mean honestly i'm like you do it big girl like (laughs) which i probably mentioned in the last one that she is 95th percentile so i feel like when we get towards the finish line i'm gonna be like one of those women where they're like is it twins (laughs) um oh my gosh i wonder how big she'll be i i'm guessing at least nine you think i think she's yeah because they say that birth weight is often predicted by mother's birth weight 
Yeah, my kids were on either side of my birth weight. Tig yeah. was Tig was six ounces bigger than I was, and Marigold was four ounces smaller than I, think I was. We're driving a, a big ass girl home from the oh, hospital, no. which is like a dream. Yeah, but like yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, honestly, I think at some sturdy point, sturdy winter baby. Yeah, I think at some point it's like it's gonna hurt coming out, no matter how. So I, did you do the well, ra- not not, the red, not with you if you do it right? Well, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm getting the drugs, the but also did you do the red raspberry leaf tea thing? I did do that. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing that. Yeah, I've it's seen, actually pretty tasty. No, I, I, I believe yeah. it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit that one. There's been a few other things the girlies recommend. <laughs> the kooky one on TikTok is the primrose oil capsule where they poke a hole in it and shove it up their coochies. Yuck. I don't, I can't swear I'm going to do that. No, um, I did do something different though that Whitney sent me that was like a spray. Okay. And it's just like you mix up a bunch of essential oils and just kind of spray and pray and just hope that that means you won't tear. I (laughs) Welcome to this podcast where we talk about (laughs) our chooches. I know. I keep getting like TikToks that are about peri bottles and I'm like, the less I know, the better. (laughs) (laughs) Um. No, truly about the time period after you give birth, like, don't, let's not think about that yet. That's just, I'll tell you what you need to know when you need to know it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I I feel like I have a, a rough enough idea of it, and that's fine. I I do fully plan to do the 555 method of like, yes. I'm not going nowhere. You're not going nowhere. I'm going to be in my bed for five full days. Period. And then I will be sort of near my bed for another five. And you should have a little bell to ring. I'm going when to. When you need someone to help you get to the bathroom. bathroom. Uh-huh. Your child volunteered Nana up to stay at our house for three weeks because she thought that was the standard of care. Because, <laughs> because she was... what Nana did for me. Yeah, yeah, she was living in Houston and like we just weren't sure when you were going to pop. Oh, uh, and I was like, well, listen, Nana can stay as long as she as wants. As long as she wants. <laughs> but she should not feel like she needs to stay three weeks. I will come and stay. I will. If y'all will have me. I think that sounds like absolutely. so much fun have you um i'll take whatever help i can get absolutely second thing in my bag is a ticket to roller derby oh yeah <laughs> you had an experience i went to that for the first time mm-hmm. which is somewhat shocking because i've been living in the city for like 10 I've never years been. i've never been 13 years for me you know i feel like it probably would have hit different for a younger age mm-hmm. god sort of slammed that door shut for me yeah i mean i enjoyed the film whip it starring drew barrymore Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. <laughs> yeah, he kept saying it that way. You caught up, right? I did. I caught up on it just like that. Every... Why was Anthony Marantino <laughs> pronouncing Drew Barrymore's name in this fashion? Why does he care about the the hot boys doing HGH? He surely knew. It, it seemed so arbitrary. It and also, people so don't arbitrary. do that. Just like stick it in their leg in the front Listen, of people. Either. Every part of this show, it's it's another it's so... one of those ones that you could tell me that it was like the CCP made it. And I'd be like, yeah, they did. <laughs> like, like no one who lives in this country thinks that's how anything works. No. Or, or I also could believe at various times that it was, has been partly sponsored by the NIH. Um, you know, just here's, yeah. some, here's some things that might happen when you get to be late middle age. <laughs> I believe like, that. Yesterday, I was watching last night's or last week's episode. And when Charlotte thought she was having a stroke, I was like, Oh, great. Is this going to be one of those things about how the number one killer of women is heart disease? Great, great, great. I totally thought it was going in that direction, too. And then it turns out she'd had a pot brownie, which I was like, honestly, I think Charlotte's donor era is where I want to see things go. (laughs) If my kids were freaking lipping off to me the way hers do, all I do is be high. She brought those kids a damn cake, and they were like, get out! kids are so rude to her. They're so rude. Honestly, (laughs) that's what happens when you take the Gita out of school. (laughs) 
I like I can't hardly believe it. We grew up hearing people say that about prayer all the time. That's what happens when you take prayer out of school. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure we've touched on this before, but someone like I saw an Indian person on LinkedIn post basically that about the Bhagavad Gita and I was like all God's children are like this. Yes, everybody <laughs> gets weird about the religion of their youth. I love it. Um, <laughs> so it's it's just so um, satisfying to say that about the Gita now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, ticket to Derby. It was flat track, so no one got too hurt. Okay. Um, you know, they didn't super duper have a lot of food. It was kind of like a, a throwback experience to just sit and watch someone do a sport and eat a Twix, you know? Oh, yeah. Brought me back to when mom and dad were bafflingly in that softball league. <sighs> Wait, when did they do that? They oh, when they like first knew they went? No, I was there. Softball? Yeah. I don't recall this. <laughs> Softball. <laughs> I know, because they you know what they did kickball when they were newlyweds. And yeah. they would go to Schlotzky's with the team afterwards. And that I'm like, sucks. the things I guess you do when you're sort they had been long distance, our parents. So it's like when you're like first living in the same city and you're like, well, I guess we better, Make I don't know, friends. do some stuff together. Like, that's so kickball. crazy. To think the about. thought that mom was like, sure, I'll do kickball. She was honestly, if you look at her life, it's a history of her being more of a sport than, you, than she ought. Than she ought to be. But yeah, no, they used to do that with their small group. And then they would just, mom would give me like $5 and let me run off with Taylor Booker to go get like a hot dog and a Twix. <laughs> oh um anyway derby fascinating um i did land on what my potential der- derby name would have been what was that uh bone didion that is so good thank you my pump up song just uh someone reading on self-respect damn yeah there there needs to be a remix of that <laughs> someone reading it like yes because you know there's that like um it should like, the, the wear sunscreen thing it should be like that <laughs> uh, is it Fred again? Is that his name? He should be the one to do it. Who's Fred again? Yeah, I said it right. I'm not crazy. Uh, okay, you've heard him. You've probably heard me play the We've Lost Dancing that he and the Blessed Madonna did. <laughs> Maybe. That's I'll, good. I'll check it out. Anyway, because he remixed like a Zoom speech she gave. Nice. It was nice. Um, third thing in my bag is a, is a deep inhale. Um, <laughs> it's the shadow of the wind. I started reading it okay. in January. I got uh-huh. 120 pages in and then I put it down and I was like, okay, I'm going to finish this. And I picked it up at page 120 and I was like, I forgot all, all you of it. bitches. I, all <laughs> I don't yeah. know who any of y'all are. And so it I is confusing. It it's got some sort of telenovela twist in it too, where you're like, what? <laughs> yes. But honestly, I'm glad I picked it up again. Cause I was like, this is a pleasurable read. It's it easy is, to get through. It's so, yeah. it's so pretty. I think the prose in it is so pretty. Um, that guy died. Did he? Yeah. Zafron? Um, yeah. Carlos Ruiz Zafon. Um, and I actually, that's a trilogy. Um, and I've read the other two, but you don't have to read them in any particular order. So that one's like the second one. But Whitney gave me that book for Christmas probably 15 years ago. And it was so good. Yeah. It's a good book. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, girl, it's time to talk about this issue of In Touch. And... I'm going to try to practice brevity because we have a lot to cover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Practice this is, it. <laughs> I, I, I actually truly greatly enjoyed reading this. And I do like the quiz quality to it. So be be on your toes because I will be quizzing you. Um, okay, I'm ready. Are you texting your boyfriend? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'll tell you in a second. Um, okay. So on the cover of this week, we have, unfortunately. Oh, no. Please don't tell me. Andrew Firestone. Oh, no. But we also have Trista and Ryan. It's like... 
it's like the angel and devil on your shoulders (laughs) yeah yeah i would say exactly that and they look like bizarro each other you know what i mean well yeah both of them are just sort of blandly attractive people at this time yeah and like but you know what's what's refreshing about this is like people had unique faces at this time no i know they actually like all look different they have different hairstyles it's kind of nice everything is so boring and hyper real these days it's everyone looks the nowadays. same nowadays nowadays um okay and then j-lo and ben big bite duh <laughs> uh oh sorry i should say that the headline here is one million dollars to get married but are they in love trista and ryan one million for their tv wedding it's not about the money Andrew and Jen, will they refuse the money? We don't need the show to keep us together. Well, he's a millionaire. Well, one of these couples is still together, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other one isn't. Okay, so J-Lo and Ben, big fight. Mm-hmm. Regis and Kelly, friends again. <laughs> okay. Reese and Ryan, are they okay? Definitely they were not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. So let's just hop right into this. This is a nothing burger about Regis and Kelly. Um, they were not, I mean, they potentially were beefing behind the scenes. It's sort of conjecture, but she was hosting live with Regis and Kelly, but mm-hmm. also spit it, like kind of splitting her time on what I believe was a very short lived sitcom, Hope and Faith. Oh, I remember Hope and Faith. Can you look up for me? Yeah, it how... was very short lived. <laughs> I thought so. Um, who was her, uh, co-star? I don't, I don't Faith know. Faith Ford. Okay. That's what I thought. Uh, it who had three that? seasons, actually. Who is that? Great question. I don't know how I know who Faith Ford is. Oh my Ford god, who is that? So I thought that she was on Murphy Brown. Okay, I. Yeah. So it's like Regis has been being like, "Oh yeah, big time, yeah, Hollywood," and she was like, "No, well, she's just a woman with a work ethic." Okay, what is her sign? Quickly look it up, please. Um, Kelly Ripa is the hardest working woman in Hollywood. No, I do Ge- genuinely. If, if she's October not a second, Virgo. Is, no. no Libra, Libra, Libra. Just okay. Kidding. Well, there's there's Capricorn. She in that and chart. Mark Consuelos have been married for 27 years. I'm pissed off at him. It'll come up later. Oh no. <laughs> um, anyway, she like was like, oh Regis, you should do a walk on part on the show, and that's basically the whole story. But then they have this little like inset piece about Kathy Lee. If you were curious about what she's up to, starting she's- shit. I have no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting ready for the big five zero. Um, also, she's such a messy bitch who lives for drama. Wow. I, I feel like I don't know nearly enough about her. Oh, I think she's just so messy. <laughs> she, okay, this is this is what cracked me up. So it's like she's spending time with her husband and her kids. She like turned down a WB network show. She has oh, this is this is what it was. Uh, spending time with the family's multi-million dollar waterfront home in Riverside, Connecticut, where they build fires and have Beatles sing-alongs. She's kept up with her creative endeavors, though, recording a new gospel album. Oh, yeah. No, that's like how she got her start, I think. She's a gospel singer? Yeah. She was born in Paris, too. Bitch. God, Her really dad was stationed was in Paris. was having fun when he made Kathy Lee. Yeah. Mad libs. Um, she um, became a born-again Christian at age 12 after seeing Billy Graham on TV. That's a lot of people's origin story. Yeah, and then she went to Oral Roberts University. Oh, good God, girl! Yeah, she was a lit. Oh, bitch, she was a live-in secretary slash babysitter for Anita Bryant. See, this is what I'm saying. I don't trust like that. What? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. Anyways, also she was recently, most recently to me, in a movie with. Scott Ferguson, not Scott Ferguson, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. That was like one of those late in life romances where she like goes to Scotland and with him. Yeah, she wishes. I think it was. He's called so ben, charming. Ben came you. 
Oh, God. Yeah, okay. that's it. Then came you. <laughs> so, Trouble in Paradise with Reese and Ryan. Mm. Um, I'm mad at him, too. I'm mad at him, too. Mm-hmm. Listen, and we will have to touch on this back in 2023. Ethan Slater, if I see you, ratatata. I, I mean, didn't know who you were a week ago. And but any man that does anything to a woman within the two-year splash zone of her carrying his child... Electric chair. Electric chair. <laughs> so, like, Reese is pregnant, invisibly so, mm-hmm. pushing Ava, who actually, like, looks like me here, oh, I would say. So cute. <laughs> they, oh, like, my God. The bangs. Big, big cheeks, like, blunt, blonde bang. That's a, that's exactly how mom chose to style us. Yeah. Um, oh, my so God. That's she's, a cute kid. <laughs> she's in London filming Vanity Fair. He's not, he doesn't have any work, so he had been at home just partying. And she's like, do you want to come out here? Maybe, like, help with your child? Because Reese's mom went to London to help with Ava. What is and his so he's problem? out here. He is wearing, like, a cinched. Uh-uh. Um, these are, I can hear these Cinched pants. capris. They're, they're, like, made out of parachute material. With a, a green wife beater. Mm-mm. And he's just sort of out on his own in Mm-mm. London. Um, occasionally spends time with the toddler, I guess, when he feels like it. He is not aging as badly as I wish he was. And <laughs> I know. Um, but also there's like an inset box here too about like, oh, by the way, just in case you guys were curious, Reese's brother has been charged with an egregious crime. Did you know about this? No. I'd never heard about this until now. Reese's problems at home. Reese's older brother is suffering a crisis of his own after being charged with breaking into a neighbor's home and then sexually assaulting her. Oh, my God. He literally broke into their neighbor's home and tried to undress her while <gasps> she was sleeping. Oh and he got, like, God. probation for it. Yeah. Ew. Real estate broker in Nashville. Yeah. Crazy. He kind of looks like Elton John. You said here. his name was Ryan? No. no. John Draper Witherspoon. John Draper Witherspoon. I'm going to look him up. You better be on a list. I don't think he is. <laughs> um, okay. So then there's... We have a lover's tiff. Breaking story. Lover's tiff. J-Lo and Ben get into a screaming match before their big TV chat. Um, oh, Lord. Basically, like, they went on... They talked to Pat O'Brien on Dateline for some reason. But she is mad at him because he's been spending time with Matt in their limited time apart. Girl. Um, he also <sighs> is sus of her relationship with her manager, who was the best man in her wedding to, like, Chris Judd. So... I get that. Yeah. Um, this Sounds like I, we have some trust issues in this relationship. <laughs> I thought that you would enjoy this detail. <laughs> J-Lo is so demanding of Ben's time, she even carries a cell phone just for his calls. She also has a separate phone for her sister, Linda, and a third for everyone else. <laughs> Wait, that's so smart. I know, I was like, I should have a separate phone for my sister, Linda. <laughs> I want... <laughs> I want Google Glass to materialize so <laughs> badly. But, like, literally, so it's only for you. you quietly <laughs> be like, girl, look girl, what look this bitch is wearing. <laughs> so, okay, look at this girl. I'll tell you what. Wait, wait till I get over here. I'll tell you what she just said to me. Okay. <laughs> I, God, God willing, someday we reach that level of technology. Oh, my God. They should test it with us first. Right, exactly. Um, Okay, also, they were saying that part of, like, a clause of the prenuptial that J-Lo allegedly wanted Ben to sign was that if he backed out of the wedding, he owed her his portion of the Gigli payment. Oh, shit. So they each got paid $12 million to do Gigli. For that movie to absolutely tank like that? shit the bed so hard. Oh, that was, like, a legendary epic oh, flop. I... 
God. He, he has should so watch many. It. We should watch we should Julie watch for, for the pod. Yeah. He has such a muddied run. When he's good, he's great. I know. And when he is bad, it is so, so There's bad. There's nothing like it. Um, <laughs> then also, they just randomly have a story here about how J-Lo's childhood home, which is no longer in the family's possession, oh. was damaged by fireworks. Oh. Okay. That like, seems okay. unrelated. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. <coughs> okay. And then this is the final cover story. And I actually focused on this one last because there's more here than the cover would let on but Mm -hmm. it kind of gets into the financials Mm, which i know you love yes yes um let me make sure i covered everything yeah we're good (laughs) so we all know that trista and ryan got paid a million dollars by abc for their their wedding wedding, right did you know that abc got to determine every detail of the wedding though she didn't get to pick her dress oh that's sad i know but she's like whatever i guess they have a good attitude of like that a million dollars is a lot of money for us. Like that yes. we can we can start our life with. Uh-huh. So I don't really need a big wedding. Well, like, Trista, Trista, I th- it is gonna be a big wedding, I guess. The thing about this couple that I enjoy is like they got the money and they like truly were in love. So mm-hmm. I think they're both like, well, there's no reason why we shouldn't. Right. So she got um one hundred fifty thousand from her KFC and Got Milk ads. Okay. Good These for bachelor them. girls today are like. I'm visiting a Shein factory <laughs> for totally. $3,000. KFC and Got Milk. Okay, that's those like... Those are big Those are big names. I hope they socked that away for I a house so. or something. Because well, Ryan was 28 and he took a break from his 35K a year job as a firefighter in Vail. Which I don't... In today, money is probably like, what, 65? Probably. That's it's still not a lot. That's a hard job, too. For like firefighting. Right. Because they're in like California, you can get paid quite a lot to firefight. I'm sure. I would think Vail would pay that much, too, because it's like, you really don't want Vail burning down. No. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Um, whereas they talk about Jennifer and Andrew, who are like... Oh, we're not super duper rich for the money, but like basically they kept making appearances at places that were selling the wine, mm. and they would like basically get more for showing up. But it all went to the Firestone coffers. Okay, and so they were was like, ABC upset with this, or I don't know. For my money, I'm like <laughs> Jennifer really should have like. I hope she got something in writing there that it was. Oh, just, I hope so. God. Yeah. Um. I mean, not to be like. It's, but it's like until it's done it's not done you know what i mean mm-hmm. business is booming andrew told in touch he just told them directly um explaining that the couple sold a staggering average of 21 cases of wine at each appearance each bottle costs up to 15 dollars, and there are 12 bottles in every case up so that translates $15. into huge profits so i did the math i, I was, was gonna like, say tell me no tell the me. hell it doesn't <laughs> that like that's 3700 on average per appearance and that's okay and that's that's gross so the, i was gonna say and that's up to 15 dollars. so like let's say it's like 1350 mm-hmm. really then we're looking at 3402 i'm sure there's like a big chunk of that that has to go straight to back the to the the people that mm-hmm. right they have to pay for the inventory you yeah know? I, to me it's like you guys probably made a cool 300 each that day right whatever yeah um evan marriott okay so this basically goes into like the finances of all these like love reality reality stars okay oh there we go that's what needed to happen oh god bless i have like been taking a deep breath this whole time and it's like there was just a burp trapped in there oh god i hate it pregnancy (sighs) i never burped more in my life than when i was pregnant it's it's humiliating Mm -hmm. today in a meeting i ate a grilled cheese in a meeting in a conference room watch it disappear in my mouth (laughs) like it really was 
here and gone. <laughs> um, okay, so we have Joe Millionaire's Evan Marriott and the female winner, okay. quote-unquote winner of the show, mm-hmm. Zora Andrich. Mm-hmm. So how that worked was like at the end, he was like, I'm not really a millionaire. Do you still want to be with me? And if she said yes, they got to keep the money. So they each got $500,000. He, They basically are like, he's been a playboy with all of this. Like he... He's making, he got money from like nightclub appearances. He was such a flop. He was such a flop. And she was like, I'm putting the money towards, (laughs) towards my family's medical bills. Oh no. And she's like, and I'll sell the jewelry Evan gave to me too, because I don't like him. And he was like, she's fine. She got a lot out of this deal. And they're like, well, he's been running around at a Mercedes that's worth $85,000. Like, how long did they have to stay together after the finale for them to cash in? That's me. I kind of am curious about too. Could it be like, yeah, I'll stay with you money please and then you break up with them i like, think so okay soon as so, the check is cashed <laughs> soon as the check is cashed um yeah i mean there's another thing here too where like aaron burge and helene from a different season of the bachelor like he dumped her in a starbucks shortly after not in a starbucks he went, yeah he went back to his vp at a bank role in like springfield missouri opened a restaurant named trolley's he makes like five thousand dollars for showing up at charity events i mean that probably fizzled out in a month oh yeah whereas she went back to her forty five thousand dollar a year psychologist job okay you should be making more as a psychologist so much more i wonder what that is now i would well i've yeah and then so uh, they also have like a sidebar here of like who won and who lost clay aiken's making more money than ruburn they love to bring that up and Simon Cowell is um that's about 75,000 now. Yeah, but like for that Still, job, I mean, you have to the, have a master's degree. Right. Um Simon Cowell made 45 million dollars from Idol. I mean, I still don't understand the the economics of these things. How people like that can be paid 45 million. It don't make sense to me. Um okay, and then I never watched for Love or Money. No, I've never even heard of it. But basically, at the end, you get to choose if you want to be with the person you fell in love with or have a million dollars. Oh, shit. And this girl was like, I'll take the million, please. And then she, like, freaked that into being the... She was going to go double or nothing and be the girl that they went after in the next season. So if they chose her, she would have gotten, like, another million. I didn't look up to see how that turned out, but apparently, and it hadn't aired at this time, she was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. No, you really shouldn't have, because everyone saw your ass on TV when you were like, money. Oh, no. Anyway, um, I'm going to quiz you real quick. Are you sharp? I'm jam sharp. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. I, um, I know more thinking myself <laughs> as my age than a fly. Than a fly. <laughs> I need to memorize that. It's so funny. That's how I feel. I sent you the pregnancy yeah. brain one. Yeah, where she's like, like putting her shoes in the dishwasher. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this week's Is It True? Is Angelina really ready to fall for a woman? Yeah. No. Oh. Well, okay. but the, they put, they said no so prematurely. Didn't she date that yeah, model? Yeah, she did. She what did. was that model's name? Um, I don't know. Okay, I'll find it. But um, basically, they asked her that at the end of an interview, not knowing there was like a hard, hard stop on this interview. So they asked that question, and then she got shuffled off before she could answer. And so In Touch said, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Was Caroline Kennedy thrown out of a private New York club? Yes. Yeah, she wasn't paying her dues. It's that old money (gasps) thing. Oh, no. Yeah, (laughs) like the Astors were a part of that club, and they noticed that she wasn't paying, whatever yikes wait when did the kennedys die were they still alive at this time 
Did she, was she part of the... Is this Caroline Bissett Kennedy? Caroline Kennedy Schlossberg. Oh, just kidding. A different Caroline Kennedy. I'm thinking of Caroline Kennedy. You are. JFK Jr. Yeah. Okay, one of these is going to shock you, though. Anyway, so has Farrah Fawcett posed in the nude for a statue? Yes. Of course. That one's, like, not even hard. Um, and it's not interesting either, so I wouldn't worry about it. Um, oh, I didn't know she studied art at UT in the 60s. That's actually kind of cool. She's so cool. What a Texas girl. So pretty. Did Matthew McConaughey grope an SNL comic? Oh, I hope not. Yes, yes. or no? Yeah, he groped Rachel, Rachel Drash. Drash. Yes. <laughs> what? She, okay, listen, let, I'm going to read this to you and you tell me what you make of this. Did Matthew McConaughey grow up an SNL comic? Hot-blooded Matt, 33, found himself at the center of an embarrassing debate after jokingly fondling Saturday Night Live star Rachel Dratch during a recent sketch rehearsal for the show. We were rehearsing, Rachel told NBC's late night host Conan O'Brien, and he reaches over and starts feeling me up. She added, I was trying to go with the flow, but I was like, get off of me. Rachel's tongue-in-cheek revelations were seized upon by Hollywood website imdb.com and subsequently picked up by several newspapers, but a spokesman for SNL downplayed the rumor, telling In Touch the incident had been blown out of proportion. Uh-uh. They were having fun, the, rape, the rep... Uh, the rep... Uh-oh, not <laughs> scoffed. Rachel was totally joking and loved working with Matt. That whole thing feels like... I don't like how any of that went down. NBC was so quick... Evil. ...to just... <laughs> No, she didn't. Now, I do want to put a pen in the fact that... Did you hear the rumors no. about Tina Fey taking over? Oh, I did, yes. Yeah, you told me about it. Yes. I'm, I hope it's true. I'll, st- I'll start watching again. Yeah. And that seems to be the sentiment from everyone. I saw someone yeah. was like, she's going to run that thing like the Navy. She will. <laughs> because she, like, knows that place and how it she works. Does. She's going to... Well, and if, if she can bring some of the meanness of 30 Rock... Some of the edge. Yeah. I'm ready to like rewatch that. 30 Rock. Oh, I love it. God, it's so good. Well, you're not done with your quiz. Okay. Um, did Catherine's demands kill a movie deal for Michael Douglas? Yeah, definitely. No. Oh, really? Well, they just can't prove it. Basically, <laughs> like, they both have really high, like, asking prices. Mm-hmm. Opinions um, of themselves. <laughs> yeah, But you basically. know what? It's warranted, I feel. For her. Well, for her. I mean, um, he was in Behind the Candelabra, one of your favorite movies. That's so true. <laughs> he was really good and at it. And he was so good at it. Too much of Thank a good thing is that wonderful. That, he, and that was one of the best performances I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Are filmmakers hiding Brad's skinny legs? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, they are. They're like, he worked out a lot. He just, we really could not get that Russell Crowe gladiator look on his legs. And he's so embarrassed. And I was like, well, yeah, y'all, like, not every... It's, it's so... Men don't carry their weight in their legs and they're so embarrassed about it. I mean, and like, I do carry my weight in my legs, and, and I've I'm been so, so embarrassed, embarrassed about, about it. it. It's, it's like, there's so much of like beauty standards. If you take a look at them, it's like, why are we fighting for what the other has? This is so arbitrary. Men have like nice, beautiful long lashes all the time. Mm-hmm. We're like, wish it was me. Right. <laughs> has Monica Stupid. checked into a fat farm? Monica, who? Lewinsky. Oh, oh, I hope not. She did. <laughs> not a fat farm. Well, she did. Well, she did. <laughs> Gray shot hall. She put herself on a strictly controlled diet in Guildford, England. Is oh Roseanne trying to get her Tom X on the new show? X Tom? Yeah. Her Tom X is what you said. <laughs> her Tom X. I don't care anymore. Um, yes. Correct. What a strange couple. Very, very weird. <laughs> okay. Um, Tom Arnold, just for clarity's sake. Justin had a pool party. Okay, I Justin don't care had about a pool him. Party. Lance Bass was seen snuggling Emmanuel Chikri. Oh my god, this is before he was out, huh? Look at that snuggle. 
<laughs> so intimate, so hot, so heavy. Was she his co-star in that movie? Yeah, on the line. Oh, bless. Um, Shannon Elizabeth showed off her curves. Do you see them? <laughs> Are the curves in the room? With oh, us right yeah. now? <laughs> I have a hard they time seeing They just mean she's them. got boobs, but she is so skinny other than that. <laughs> you can't say showed off her tits, though. I know. <laughs> you showed know. off her curves. Showed off her curves. Okay, so we have Joey Fatone um, honestly just, like, giving his all to carrying a watermelon I suppose he's my favorite person from NSYNC and it's not even close no I would have to agree with that like he's so funny to me he has so stood the test of time yes um this is my other favorite one Hollywood newcomers bad boys 2 star Gabrielle Union in 7th heavens Beverly Mitchell stretched out ready to lend a hand for the kids charity Beverly Mitchell you know Gabrielle Union was like why the hell am I having to hang out with Beverly Mitchell right now the way Gabrielle Union still looks exactly that same way she refuses she is so pretty she won't, she won't do it oh i'm not okay i'm gonna wait and have a whole run of sort of <clears throat> pregnancy things oh wonderful um, oh kabbalah bracelets is that don't what I don't don't <laughs> we'll get back to that that's okay. part of the fashion thing i wanted to okay. take a brief break to thank our sponsors <laughs> oh no this episode is sponsored by eat less tm <laughs> <laughs> I the name of that it. product once again is eat less <laughs> <laughs> subtitle lose more and don't you just love when a product it's just right on the on the bottle right on the label yeah eat yeah. less and you don't get that a lot in like american advertising so no. it's, it's kind of fun anyway eat research. less is available on mydietworld.com okay or eat less.com slash it <laughs> Um, what's I'm in over it? Here falling into this rabbit hole. Thank I'm you so for sorry. asking. Uh, we don't know what's in it, but it doesn't have ephedra. So if anyone said that, they're wrong. Oh and there's no God. mahuang either. It increases fiber intake with less calories and supports. Oh, it probably was just a big fiber pill. Fiber pill. You think it was just like an ass blaster? <laughs> Could be. Increases fiber intake was like usually code for. We put like sawdust in this. Probably. Okay, so I do want to talk about fashion though. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start here with what you blew up, which is, I am so can a sorry. red string bring luck? I, I was, was so pleased as punch to see this already. Stars certainly seem to think so. In fact, Demi Moore never takes off her red string Kabbalah bracelet, not even for a high-profile fashion shoot with Vogue. Oh, my God. In the July issue, Demi is photographed wearing designer gowns worth thousands of dollars with her, quote, good luck red string bracelet, parentheses, five dollars. Mm. Mm-hmm. Other believers, defense lawyer Benjamin Braffman gave the bracelets to his client, Sean P. Diddy Combs, and his defense team during P. Diddy's gun possession trial. <laughs> Winona Ryder wore hers during her shoplifting trial, and Sharon Osbourne had one on during a Barbara Walters interview. According to the Kabbalah, a mystical interpretation of Judaism, the red string, called Rachel String after Rachel's tomb in Bethlehem, provokes good luck and wards off negativity. Mm, okay. It's said to protect its wearers from the negative force of the evil eye. Demi believes so strongly, she reportedly tried to convert people on the Charlie's Angels set. Now, I remember Madonna, I think, actually got really into Kabbalah, though. She did. And this um, is why on 30 Rock, there was a joke, I swear to Kabbalah Monster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Demi and, or sorry, not Demi and Ashton, Ashton and Mila Kunis had their daughter blessed in a Kabbalah ceremony that Demi attended. Kabbalah's interesting. Um, I have... <coughs> but it's interesting that she was, like, trying to evangelize with people about it, because yeah, it's like, it's Judaism non- doesn't do that, really. <coughs> well, Kabbalah is, like, it, it can be really, like, 
very it's like a mystical tradition Mm -hmm. you know like sufism right but there are also like elements of it that are closely tied to um hasidism oh interesting like they're like hasidic okay uh kabbalistic practitioners i have a book from a Kabbalistic priest called Rabbi Nachman's stories that I heard recommended on a podcast years ago. Oh, cool. Very 70s looking color. Cover. Yeah. I haven't opened it. I need to do that. It's yeah. on my list. Okay, more in fashion. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt is doing brown face via NARS. Oh my god. <laughs> um, if you could see the shimmery Wayne Newton quality <laughs> of this... Um, I don't know. What is this? Is it just bronzer? We were really told at the time to like literally put this like bronzer body oil all over you, ourselves. I remember so that, that you were supposed to glisten. Did you remember that? I, I do. remember seeing that in stores. I do remember this. Um, how does Kristen Davis with her naturally curly hair get that beautiful straight hair? Well, girls, it's a round brush. Oh, brown groundbreaking. Kristen Davis has curly hair. That's what they're saying. I've never once well, seen it, her with curly hair. No, she probably has like a natural wave that anyone has, but it's of course like bone straight here. They could have just made this up. Yeah. Could have made it up. (laughs) Um, Brinty's got some new looks. Okay. She is wearing this, like, sort of, kind of a cabbie hat, kind of like a uh, Bob Marley sort of hat. Okay. Everywhere she goes. She went to the store Sky. She, for a lunch at Morton's, she wore a sundress. She's wearing an army green tank top. God, nobody was doing it like $30 from Bellicosa. Yeah, they were like, well, she's working on her weight now. (laughs) What? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, Okay, so in pregnancy news, y'all need to leave Carrie Ann alone. Carrie Ann Moss? Yeah. Pregnant Carrie Ann Moss wants only the best for her child, as she proved during her recent shopping expedition. The Vancouver-born actress, who starred opposite Keanu Reeves in The Matrix Reloaded, went looking for baby clothes at an ultra-trendy store in Malibu, California. With a mom as stylish as Carrie Ann, this baby's got a tough act to follow. Stylish? Yeah, she's kind of dressed like shit here. But I was like, going to say, I, I don't really love this outfit. She also, I mean, she looks miserable. <laughs> and then they have like a little text box pointing to her belly. It says, Carrie Anna is six months pre- pregnant, so there's room for her to get bigger. Even bigger. She was only Even six months here? bigger, they said. Oh, no. I know. Bless I know. it. I'm she- saving my favorite story for last, which is the feuds. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, this really had a lot to offer me. Here's another one. We have how stars lost their baby weight. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. This was such a conversation at this time. For most of them, it's like um, they they, they had trainers. I don't know what you want me to tell you. SJP, this is, okay, seven months after baby, and she looks like somebody that maybe... No, sorry, this is her no, pregnant. No, she's for sure pregnant. Oh, no, she definitely does not look like she's ever had a baby there. She wow. said that labor lasted less than an hour thanks to her Kegels. Um. <laughs> she is such a Girl Scout. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing my Kegels. Her doctor said, do your Kegels, and she said, you don't have to tell me twice. Thank my doctor so has much. not told me to do Kegels. I don't really Did know. you have that conversation? I don't think so. I'll do whatever it takes to ensure that my vagina makes it through this okay. <laughs> it will, girl. It will um. make it through. Whatever it takes. This is where I'm mad at Mark Consuelos. Mm-hmm. Chasing my children around the house and breastfeeding is the best diet plan there is, Kelly Ripa32 told In Touch. It really helps take the weight off. I haven't lifted a weight in five years, adds the gym hater. She's not a gym hater, first of all. No. You know what she Remember is, Broad City when she was like, I work out all the time. Of course she does. <laughs> um, she might be just like running a marathon, though. Right. Instead of... Yeah, that's true. Um, 
gym hater. Okay, I'm too lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But recently, Kelly told Regis that her husband, Mark Consuelos, suggested the two of them see his trainer. She's not taking the hint. I thought maybe I'd work out, then I went and got fast food instead, like any decent person would. Okay, that she's not taking the hint seems like them putting words in his mouth. Do you know what I mean? You know what? You're right. Because I'm like... On second read, you're right. Oh my god. Boy toys! (laughs) Little tiny Ryan Gosling. He's so I'm just kidding. Man, that's, he did. He really ate. That. He ate in Barbie. Um, so this is about women that are older than they men's. Um, a hot conversation. It at was this time. very hot, really. So many of these age differences are like not worth remarking not on at all. Yeah. But <laughs> Sandra Bullock and Ryan Gosling kind of was sixteen years. That's he was twenty two. Girl, you know you were kind of <laughs> you were kind of nasty for that. She was being a bit of a cougar on that. He's one. like he is a young man. But that being said, like, she was like, oh, he's just calm. He's got a calm demeanor. And I was like, I believe that. He's He seems like he's zooted a lot. I bet they were fun. I bet they were. He's so pretty. So pretty. Just a good looking guy. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris, Chris Martin. She's four years older than him. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. And, or sorry, 30 and 26 doesn't Lucy seem like. Lucy Liu, 34, and Zach Helm, 28. He looks 36. Who cares? Yeah, Justin. Who is he? <laughs> I don't know. Justin King of the Boy Toys, because he was oh, Janet Lord. Jackson. Did he date Janet Jackson? They're really implying that, but I don't think so. Alyssa Milano and Cameron Diaz. Ugh. Um, Naomi Watts and Heath Ledger. That was 12 years. That's remarkable, I would say. That is say. pretty remarkable. Um, Natalie Imbruglia and Daniel Johns. Who? He was in the band Silverchair. Who? There's <laughs> a five-year difference there. Again, not a big That's deal. That's not a big deal. Um... Renee Zellweger and Jack White, 34 and 27. Seven um, years, but that's, like, not crazy yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially, like, in Hollywood, you know? Yeah. Good match. They seem to be on the same bizarre wavelength. When mm. Jack met Renee, she was fascinated by a skull he'd bought. She can tell if it's a man or woman by the teeth, Jack explains. That impressed me, and I was like, that's kind of sick that she knew that. <laughs> like, they are such that weirdos. she knew skull shapes. Um, I love her yeah i just will always love her sugar hi fab moretti and drew barry drew barrymore drew barrymore i did love that one well i think you're gonna enjoy this (laughs) (laughs) missing oh no enrique iglesias (laughs) trademark mole on his right cheek was mysteriously absent when the latin singing sensation performed at a recent concert at the pond of anaheim in california the pond of anaheim the pond of anaheim (laughs) (laughs) seek first the pond of anaheim for your treasures Earlier this year, reps for Iglesias denied reports that the mole had been removed, but it's hard to dispute photographic evidence. That was such a moment. Why would you try to lie about it? Bruh, it was like the biggest, most notable thing on your face. And it's gone? It's just gone one day? And like, I can't say I wouldn't do the same thing. But like, what's crazy is in my mind, in in my memory of his mole, it was enormous. Mm -hmm. And like, in those pictures just now, I was like... It's like a beauty mark. No, it's it's on not a man. <laughs> so here's like two of the kind of weird quirks about in touch before we get to my final portion of this and my favorite part. Um, He's still been with Anna Kornikova. Yeah, they've been together for 22 years, not married. Get married. Get married. Just get married. Just get married. Oh my god. Oh, also in terms of um, things that are happening in the world of love, congratulations to Vern Troyer. Oh my gosh. Be my baby. We never know how he did it, but actor Vern Troyer, better known as Austin Powers star Mini-Me, is set to marry stunning 6'2 yoga instructor Genevieve Galan. 
The 32-inch tall actor announced the surprise engagement outside the Whiskey Bar in West Hollywood and then received plenty of kisses from his happy new fiance. <laughs> I'm going to run that back so you can hear the headline again. Be my baby. And that is so shady. We never know how he did it. We never know how he did it. (laughs) (laughs) So here's like some weird in touch shit though. There is bafflingly like six pages on the star's favorite spa, Canyon Ranch, Arizona. Just pictures of stars that have gone to this completely mid looking wellness retreat. And then here's how you can have a spa at home. Pamper yourself (laughs) with fudge fat free naturally <laughs> yuck i love when they're like here's this really nice stuff and You'll here's, never have here's it. how you can have a shitty version at home <laughs> no okay so this is what it was this is, it's not stars are just like us it's called stars are so real see they are normal people and we have jennifer garner picking up dog poop which like she did not ask to be photographed for that and they have these like random sort you don't of leave her alone you don't leave her alone they have these random facts in here like the california law states that you have to have readily usable materials for cleanup must be in plain view at all times when you're walking your dog mm. so like not only do you have to clean it up the bag has to be visible and then they show nanny state nanny state <laughs> they show gina davis bowling okay and then in set here we have she's not alone 70 million people is the number of people who bowled in 2002 (laughs) number of people who bowled more than once 40 million number of bowling centers not alleys centers in the u.s 5973 this is so stupid why did they think anyone cared about they're just a little off about some things you know they're a little quirky okay so but they made up for it with my favorite part here oh hell yeah the 10 feistiest celebrity feuds. Hell yeah. Every one of these, with like one exception, is fantastic. Okay, I'm delighted. I'm ready. Madonna and Janet Jackson is number 10. Okay. They basically beefed because like Madonna dated Michael briefly and then made some comments that was like, Michael's weird. And we all know this. Yeah. And Janet's like, well, you're not that popular anymore. And like the <laughs> like one year that Madonna had like an off year. And it's like, Janet, baby. I don't want to pit two bad bitches against each other, but Madonna's career kind of eclipses everybody's. Right. Right. It is and also, it is. you know your brother's weird. You know... Come on. You gotta know that. This one, I thought, was fantastic. And then after Gwyneth's day in court this year, I think we all knew who was going to win this one. Uh-huh. But this is a clash of the titans. Gwyneth Paltrow and Jennifer Lopez. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you who I would not go up against, either of them. Either of them. In different ways, it's like... <sighs> god the the way that like Gwyneth has that old school um i was gonna say old wasps know how to fight they they know how to be they, they cut you with a word and then the timing yeah is key so well i missed is, a half day of skiing so god <laughs> in this photo too both of them it's like yeah that's them i'm gonna read this whole piece to you please do the cattiness between Jennifer Lopez and Gwyneth Paltrow surfaced five years ago when jealous j-lo blasted her hollywood rival's acting ability now, J-Lo, are you the girl to do that? J-Lo? Jennifer? <laughs> I don't remember anything that she was in, said Jennifer Lopez, 33. Some people, How about Shakespeare in Love, for which right. she won an Academy Award? For which she won one. an Academy Award. Uh-huh. Um, some people get hot by... Or sliding doors. <laughs> or Emma? Yeah, some people get hot by association. I heard more about her and Brad Pitt than I ever heard about her work. <gasps> 
she was suggesting Gwyneth only became famous because of her engagement to heartthrob Brad. It's like, uh, no, she also has a famous mom. <laughs> um, JLo might have been more tactful if she'd known that four years later she'd be creating the same kind of headlines by becoming engaged to Gwyneth's ex-boyfriend, Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth refused to be drawn into a catfight at the time, but earlier this year it was payback time. Yeah, she waited five years. Yeah, she Period. waited five yeah. years. She said, I keep a grudge, girl. When asked why she had not yet married, the 30-year-old actress replied, marriage isn't something that should be taken lightly. I don't want to be married for six months and say, oh, well, never mind, on to number two. Uh, uh, It was clearly uh intended to be a nasty slap at J-Lo, who had two brief, disastrous marriages. Her first to waiter, oh, Johnny Noah? I don't know if I remember Mm -hmm. that name. In 1997, which ended after a year, while her second to dancer Chris Judd in 2001 also lasted just a few months. Yeah. Ben, who has kept quiet about the tension between his ex and his current love, will be husband number three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, he was four. He ended up being <laughs> four. He ended up being he ended four. Up being four. Um, this is crazy. This is... Okay, I'm actually going to read this whole one, too. Liz Hurley and her, her baby daddy, Stephen okay. Bing. okay. There is an unbelievable quote from Liz Hurley in this. <laughs> um, Liz Hurley once loved Stephen Bing, and now she loathes him. Although she gave birth to his son, Damien, now 15 months old, the former lovers only communicate through their lawyers. Steve, who was uh, 38, was stunned when Liz announced that she was pregnant in 2001 and that Ooh. the multimillionaire producer was the father. Ooh. He immediately dumped her and denied he was the dad. Mm. It was a tough week, said Liz. I found out I was pregnant. Steve and I split up. I gave up smoking alcohol and coffee. And then September 11th happened. <laughs> my world collapsed. And oh then the world God. collapsed. My favorite part about that he is died. that... He died. He did? Yeah. She included September 11th and I gave up smoking that week. <laughs> <laughs> Picked the wrong week to quit smoking. Uh-huh. Liz claimed she knew Steve was the father because he was the only man she was seeing. Mm. But being who produced Get Carter and was a screenwriter on Married with Children claimed that they were not a mutually exclusive <laughs> relationship. Well, it seems like that was one way, dude. Yuck. Um, the Austin Powers beauty gave birth in April 2003 and said, Damien was unplanned but not unwanted. The best things that happen are preordained. DNA test proved Steve was the father and he was ordered to pay $158,000 a year in child support. But Liz, like, honestly, not that much for how rich he was, though. No, I know. Liz told him to shove it. Uh, his money is not wanted or welcome, she said. I don't want financial help from him whatsoever. So he put it in a trust fund for when okay. he was 18. This kid looks a million years old, by the way. Oh, he's seen some things. He has. She is still hot. <laughs> She's so hot. <laughs> wow. Posh Spice and Naomi Campbell, they met each other and were immediately like, it's on site. I hate you. They kept calling each other cow. She's an untalented cow. She's a complete cow. <laughs> and they have a thing here where they're like, cow in British is bitch. <laughs> you know, that's a shame because if those two were to unite their powers for good. I know. I bet they'd have fun. I know. Um, Courtney Love and Salma Hayek, we did touch on this briefly because she said that nasty thing about, like, Ed broke it off with her because she doesn't speak good English or something. Like, get out of here. After her snide comments were published, she quickly apologized. Ed has never made any negative comments about Miss Hayek to me, she said. He does not discuss his personal life with me except to say how happy he is. Mm. And I especially apologize to Miss Hayek, who is nothing if not brilliant with a loving relationship and a massive IQ, not to mention a firm grip and style with the English language, she added. Okay, period. She does have a massive iq and i'm glad mm-hmm. you brought it up because mm-hmm. my salma hayek <laughs> a hot genius, a genius. With big tits. Yeah. yes um it's like but the self-serving apology came too late i'm like y'all really should have put square quotes around apology right <laughs> um, that wasn't an apology 
Mariah Carey and Eminem. Um, he like intimated repeatedly that they had slept together, and mm-hmm. she said, and then she wrote the best song in the world about it. I will hunt you <laughs> down. <laughs> no, no, sorry, obsessed is. Why yeah, so obsessed with me? Boy, I wanna know. Uh, don't touch my body is oh, you're I right. will hunt you down um, she said <laughs> first of all I've never been with him I've never had anything remotely physically intimate with him I've been with less than five men in my life I can count on one hand less than one hand mm-hmm. now I really had to struggle with if I believe that or if it matters um, I it agree. doesn't matter I, I do I, believe I, it I, I was gonna say like at first I was like okay Mariah nice try but then I was like actually I think that's true I bet she is like a pretty um when she's in it she's in it mm-hmm. and if she's not in it she's not gonna do it I agree number four I don't even care about this so I'm barely gonna read it Sammy Hagar and David Lee Roth okay two okay boo <laughs> it's, it's same with the next one number three Shannon Doherty and everyone um that was just <laughs> such a storyline for a while and everyone no it's like basically like she was friends with uh, Tori Spelling storytelling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no longer. She was like best friends with Alyssa Milano. No longer. This Alyssa one, Mil- just when Alyssa Milano needs her help after her <laughs> harrowing ninety-minute zipping back and forth. Wait, was that Alyssa? Oh, that, that wasn't Alyssa Milano. No, was it's it? the other one with the other charm. Rose girl. McGowan. Rose McGowan. Yeah, my bad. Okay. <laughs> They're, they all look the same. They're Thank all you. adult goths. They all look so similar to me. I should probably watch Charmed when I'm on maternity leave. Okay, every once in a while when I'm at the gym, it'll be on the TV, and mm-hmm. I'll text Adam and Brooke, and I'm like, the Shaw's Queens? I should ask Because that is the weirdest do, show. Well, I need to know if I should watch Charmed or Buffy first, but I think probably Buffy, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Buffy is more beloved. Okay. Well, I don't know. Let me not that's not my I, that's not my territory it's really not, it's not my, my ministry yeah <laughs> um number two drew barrymore and jade barrymore her mother oh um her this mom's one, trash i'm gonna read this you'll just end up loving drew more this is one family feud for the history books drew barrymore blamed her mother jade for introducing her to a world of sex drugs and alcohol before she'd even reached her teen yeah i blame her too yeah i do too um she was so angry that after she went into rehab at the age of 13 god sometimes i'll just read things about drew Bar- barrymore and, and be like, like the fact that this person has such a sunny disposition is a true I miracle know, i know that is someone who tapped into something special also i'm like that little girl was so cute and clearly such a sensitive little soul no how listen, could you not do everything in your power to protect her all parents of child actors in my minds are like no better than pimps yeah you know truly. it's really it is disgusting yeah there are exceptions obviously there right they're good ones but like but that's i don't really know of any off the top of my head off the top of my dome nothing's coming to mind um anyway rehab at the age of 13 drew emancipated herself from her mom at 15 and it became estranged for almost a decade we spent nine years in total lack of communication drew says she spent me present one year maybe for my 21st birthday she was reaching out to me and i didn't respond so she respected that and stayed away since I was 16, I saw her three times. I never spoke to her on the phone, and we never even exchanged a letter, the actress adds. The relationship was further strained by reports that Jade, 56, was auctioning Drew's possessions off on the internet. Oh, my God. And Drew was reportedly furious that Jade posed nude for Playboy 10 months after she did. Which oh is, like, my also God. yuck. <laughs> um, I honestly didn't think we'd ever reconcile, she says. But in 2000, Drew, 28, filmed Riding in Cars with Boys, playing a single mom unable to raise a child. The more I explored the film, 
Or the more I worked on the film, she explains, the more I began longing to have some kind of relationship with my own mother. Her then-husband, Tom Green, pushed her for a reunion, and on Mother's Day of that year, they finally rekindled that relationship. <laughs> it was actually very pleasant and humorous, Drew recalls. Mother and daughter now speak every couple of months. We both realize we don't have to be best friends. It's enough that we're back in each other's lives. That's so sad. Drew is an earth angel. I love um, her. So she, when she got married um, to her husband will Koppelman, i think was his name he was from a really wealthy like fashion family i think oh and he's gotten remarried boo um but like apparently i remember reading her talking about how wonderful his family was and how mm-hmm. that was like one thing that really attracted her to him because they were like so stable and loving i was just now reading that apparently she still financially supports her mother even though they don't really have like a reconciled relationship and she's like i'm sure that's really hard for her like she was like, I bet that's hard for her to, like, accept my money. And I'm like, Drew, you're too nice. Drew plays her cards, right? She's going to end up in that sort of Dolly Parton position of, like, well, I have nothing bad to say about that woman. Oh, like, uh, yeah, no totally. person on the planet, you know? I, I was so worried for her when her show first started because it seemed like it was going to be kind of cringe at first. Um, but she held in, and now everyone's like, we love her. Well, it's like, she's, she's so not, sweet. She's not going to cringe at herself, so... Right. Why, why, why would we? you? Yeah. Oh, my God, I love her so much. She's so cute. She's cute. And also that, like... The, that one clip of her and Jason uh, Ritter yes, talking about getting sober was Aww. just very sweet. It was so sweet. Well, And like how much he loves Melanie Linsky. Yeah. Which he should. <laughs> As he should. As he should. I've been watching uh, Yellow Jackets finally. And bitch, I love wow, bitch. I love Melanie Linsky. Well, here's our final feud. celebrity feud before we sort of wrap this up with some facts about the week and then mm-hmm. call it. Um, all out war, Christina Aguilera and Kelly mm. Osborne. Oh my god. Here's a celebrity <laughs> feud that's turned into an all out war. Kelly Osborne and Christina Aguilera have become so nasty, they've even ended up in a brawl. Kelly 18 started the bitterness, stupid, <laughs> with a series of outrageous attacks against cleavage bearing Christina 22. She is one of the most disgusting human beings in the world, said Kelly. She is despicable for so many reasons. Christina has an amazing voice, but she's one of the world's biggest bleeps. She looks like a drag queen and she has a bad attitude. Oh my god, Kelly. I don't even know if they'd met. She I get the impression they hadn't. She was rich and bored. Rich and bored, but also it was just like such a that's like low hanging fruit to go after the hot girl at that area who was like showing skin. Then in another stinging rebuke. Kelly added, she has a mouth on her, but she's all talk. She only does it uh, because she always has a security guard around to punch anyone she gets into a fight with. Now, that being said, maybe if they did know each other socially, I will add that I've not heard a good thing about Christina Aguilera. No, neither have I. I would certainly not be willing to um, to stand up on her behalf as a character witness. Um, no, but I wouldn't go after her publicly. Either. No, I, I, she's someone that it's like, I'm, that's none of my business. She I'm going to stay far me. away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah she's yeah i'm gonna acknowledge your talent and stay away yeah yeah it's not my business not my business the two reportedly came to blows when they bumped into each other at a hollywood party according to a report christina ran at kelly and jerked her into a headlock and christina hissed if you've got something to say say it now if you ever want to tell me something tell me in person okay honestly like this who knows which dueling diva will pull the next punch no i bet that was the last kelly said i was gonna say (laughs) i think that maybe kelly needed to be sort of told about herself a little bit just like i'll do it just remember who who is the bad bitch here right you're on a show where your dad mumbles not you okay so i meant to mention this at the top of the show but the number one uh movie this week was american wedding in the pie franchise yuck okay number one song for the 11th week in a row crazy in love 
Okay, well, song of the summer. It was undeniable. Well, with my beautiful stack of sticky notes here and having thoroughly investigated this issue Mm -hmm. of In Touch, I just want to wish you all a good week and a very happy birthday to Adam Duritz. Oh, bye. (laughs) 